This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Your home for the Oklahoma State Cowboys is the Blitz 1170. All right, it's 1.33 here on a Friday. Welcome in, everyone. Hope that you've had a good week so far. Heading into the uh, Super Bowl weekend. Got a lot of things coming up here throughout the rest of the afternoon. My name is Jeremy Poplin. Thank you to Matt Hubbard and Dion Amade in studio on a Friday as well. And let's not make our guest wait any longer. He is the athletic director at the Oklahoma State University. He is Chad Weiberg joining us now here on the Blitz 11 Pop, you got to give a better introduction to that, what? man. <laughs> you got to give up. This is not just Chad wait Weiberg. Wait a minute. This is the. This is my show. What are I you doing? I understand that this, but this is my best friend. <laughs> okay. All this right. This is the greatest athletic the, director in the Big 12 conference, the Chad Weiberg, Chad, sir. Do you need me to like record this so you can just play this anytime that you? walk into a room (laughs) great thank you Dion I appreciate it I I just gotta let him put some respect on your name (laughs) I gotta let him put some respect on it Chad thank you uh thank you so much for joining this afternoon um obviously there's there's multiple things here on the table that I wanted to catch up with you today on but I did want to ask you about something that goes back to the overall athletic department budget and I, I would like for you to be able to explain to the listeners uh, out there and Oklahoma State fans, when you were speaking and you were talking about how, and you had to remind the faculty at Oklahoma State, like, we are a self-funding department. Um, we're not draining any amount of money from the school. Like, Chad, how important is that message to be continued to be put out there about how self-sufficient and self-funding that the athletic department is? Because that's not the case in a lot of places across the country. Well, that's right, and we do take great pride in that. We do think that that is very important. You know, we want to be able to continue to do that, and uh, I think what we're going to probably talk about next is a big, you know, big part of that. But uh, um, I think there is a, you know, sometimes a misperception uh, about where our funding comes from, and and uh, so every chance we get to kind of talk about uh, how it works, um, we we take that opportunity. But uh, you know the. The institution has um, obviously a lot of uh, challenges and um, themselves and in, in funding and, and kind of continuing to do all of the things that they need to do to be competitive and, and serve the state of Oklahoma. And so uh, we don't want to be a drain on those resources. We want to be able to be good stewards of, of our resources and uh, so that we're not uh, in any way taking um you know, taking from the resources that the institution has to do what they need to do. So it's very, very important to us. And obviously the television uh, contracts, the media contracts are big, big parts of that. But the other thing I, I point out every chance I get is uh, as important as those are. And, and in our case, it's about 41, 42% of the revenue that, um, of our budget. It still is our people who drive um, what we do through our ticket sales for football, men's basketball, women's basketball, wrestling, baseball, you know, all of the tickets, all of the contributions that come through the posse um, concessions and, and our trademark licensing and our 
multimedia rights that are all driven because of our fans, that all adds up to more than the 41% that comes in from the media contract. So it's still our people who uh, drive what we do and are the most important part of what we do. And so I want, you know, I always want to point out that, that they are that important to us and that's who gives us the chance to stay competitive and, and um, you know, and not be a drain on the institution. Um, and so that's what we're going to continue to try to do. Athletic department budget reaching 100 million for the first time. I, it's still incredible to me. Um, I've been doing this 20 years now, and to see how far the numbers have gone. Uh, you know, that number was kind of reserved. What it felt like for the largest athletic departments in the country, there, and there was only a handful of those at the time, like the Ohio States of the world. And now to see how far that it's come in a very short amount of time, ever cease to amaze you about how quickly that uh, things have grown like this throughout your your life in in collegiate sports. No, it is amazing, and uh, uh, you know, every time you kind of think that, well, I can't can't continue to grow like this. It continues to grow, and I think that's just a um, you know an indication of the popularity of, of college sports, and uh, you know, we see that um, um, in a number of different different ways. And now, I think in the current environment, uh, the way that people are consuming uh, their media is an example. You know, and, and the ability to record everything and watch it, you know, on your own time, all of that, the value of live sports just continues to get um, greater and greater. And, and so, you know, every time you think that it's going to stop or slow down or whatever, it just continues continues to grow. So, yeah, 25 years ago, however long it's been that I first got into into this, um, the difference between then and now is, is remarkable. And I certainly uh, didn't see it being anything anything like this but uh but it's great and we you know the great thing about it is we're able to take those resources and and uh, you know continue to enhance the student athlete experience um it's there's never been a greater time to be a student athlete i think dion could probably attest to that as well as that there's probably a lot of things that we do now that he wishes that we were doing. <laughs> He's shaking his head vehemently right now. <laughs> yes, yes, Chad. Very, very much so. And that, that kind of leads me to my next question. I was going to ask, yeah. uh, we, we see all the money that's being raised, but how is it being spent? I mean, I went to the Texas uh, Tech game uh, on Wednesday with the, with the Cowboys playing, and I w- got to walk through the stadium and saw the, new, the stands being, you know, t- taken down and how that was being uh, revitalized. So what are, what are some of the things that we're, we're doing with the money? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you know, we, the vast majority of, of- – um, our expenses are related to operating our sports, right? And uh, that that's a big bucket of money because it includes everything from, um, you know, the, the travel and and uh, all the things that we put around our our student athletes and uh, and giving them the ability to compete. Um, you know, we spend over ten million dollars every year on the scholarships that that uh, we use for our student athletes. So that is, um, you know, we 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 pay the university for. Um, for those scholarships, they're they're great um, um, to help us with those. But uh, there is ten million dollars that we spend there. Um, you know, a new line item, for an example, is this. Uh, you know, the Alston Supreme Court ruling. Uh, for us, that um, came to almost two and a half million dollars every year, additionally, um, for student athletes that uh, we've had to work into our budget. And fortunately, we've had donors step up and help us um, fund that as well. So, um, And then there's the debt service, and we've got uh, a little under $2.5 million in debt service currently every year. 
Um, that, I believe, is the lowest in the Big 12 Conference, and certainly is among the lowest in the Big 12 Conference. And we feel like the, that's a competitive advantage for us. It means that we're able to um, deploy more of our assets to student-athletes and to our sports, what we're doing, um, as opposed to spending it on, on debt service. And uh, so, and that's thanks to a lot of people. I mean, um, the leadership before, Coach Holder, did a great job managing the bu- budget. But it's also the donors that have helped helped step up and build these incredible facilities for us without us having to take on a lot of debt. That's certainly the strategy we're going to try to continue to move forward because of the competitive advantage we we think that it delivers to us. Now, we will take on a little bit more debt for the stadium renovation that you're talking about. but not it shouldn't be you know significant. We'll still be among the lowest I think in the conference. But that particular project that you know once you have great facilities, you also have to spend money on maintaining those facilities. You know, Mother Nature eventually wins uh, most of those kinds of battles, and so that was certainly part of it. We were spending significant money between every football season, kind of patching different areas of the stadium, um, stadium bowl. What most people probably don't remember is that when we built the the north and south suites and club level, you know, as part of the Boone Picking Stadium project, we really didn't do a lot to the main stadium bowl. So it's time to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, remodel it. And and, uh, and so we're, we're going to try to modernize the stadium in the process. So instead of putting it back just exactly the way it is, we're going to take the opportunity to, to modernize it, which means we're going to make uh, tread depths, which means more, more leg room for um, – fans will widen the seats we'll put additional chair backs in we're going to put additional down aisles in so that you're not having to crawl over as many people to get to the aisles there'll be handrails um, we're going to fix some of our ada issues so um, generally just modernize modernize the stadium to what the today's fans expect as part of their their experience you know we we ask them to pay a pretty good amount of money to uh, to sit there we've got to continue to compete um with the television and people staying at home and watching it on TV. And so we want to give them the best experience we possibly can. And so this this renovation is part of that. Chad Weiberg is our guest here on the Blitz 1170, the athletic director at Oklahoma State. Um, last night's announcement um, that came out, I, I this is a win-win for everyone in my opinion. And I, I, I would think that you would agree for this. I think it was... It was time from everything that was set into motion, you know, um, back when this originally went down to getting to this point. And it and it took a lot to get to this point. But love your opinions on how you feel about the announcement that was made and the hard work that went in from the um, from um, Brett Yormark on on getting this accomplished because it, it, it had to be, you know, strenuous on him. I know as one of his main priorities to try to get this done amongst the other remaining members in the Big 12 Conference, but is is this the step forward that everyone needed, Chad? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I, mean, we, I, I feel really, really good about this. This is a good thing for uh, the Big 12, I think, and everyone involved, uh, and I do. I give uh, Commissioner Yormark a great deal of credit for being able to get this done because it was incredibly complicated. And I think you're exactly right. From the from the moment all these wheels were set in motion, you know, you know how it's going to end. And I think the quicker that you can get it to that place in a fair way that that, that works for everyone, the better. And uh, he he got on board and immediately, you know, started trying to put all those things in place. And I think he's done a great great job of everything from 
um, you know, securing the uh, the new uh, media contract for the, the Big 12 conference, which then allowed us to move forward with this step. And, and uh, yeah, he has, I think, just done a great job with all of that in a very, very complicated uh, process with a lot of players uh, involved that all have a little bit different um, ideas of the way it should work out and, and different things that were motivating them. But um, he was able to, to work to pull all that together. How complicated was it, Chad? Does anyone even have the beginning knowledge of just the tightrope that you had to walk that everyone within the conference had to be on the same page of, as to finally being able to get to this spot? Well, it, it is, as you can imagine, some of these things are complicated, you know, just when there's two parties involved. <laughs> and this, <laughs> multiple parties involved and just a lot of moving parts and pieces and obviously a lot of money involved, uh, you know, and so uh, um, I think it is incredibly um, complicated. But I will say this, I think there was also a, a lot of cooperation from the standpoint of you know, everybody, again, was wanting the same outcome at the end of the day, right? We all know, I think, knew where this was, was moving and everyone was motivated to get there. Um, and so it was just figuring out what's the best way uh, to make everybody um, you know, sort of hole in the deal and and, uh, and feel good about it as, as much as possible. And and so it is good. I, I think it's a great thing for the Big 12. It gives us the ability now to uh, move forward. We've got uh, four great new schools that are joining the Big 12. Um, you know, I think out of the last three conference championship games, you know, the six teams that played in those conference championship games, five of them are involved are our schools that will still be in the Big 12 moving forward. So I think that's just an indication of, of how competitive this league is going to continue to be. And, and I think we saw that um, in the media contract, right? I think there was a recognition. I think the market uh, recognized that the Big 12 is valuable moving forward. And, uh, and I think that, that we saw that uh, when the market spoke. So while this process is, is playing out, um, and the contact that you're having from not only commissioner but other ads in in other universities throughout the conference, uh, if you you've been on the same page the entire way through on this. What type of contact was happening though about the the details that were that were being worked out at this time? Were you heavily involved in those, or was that more strictly coming from the conference office? No, yeah, that's right. I, that that is why, at the end of the day, that is why you uh, have a commissioner. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that uh, you know is what we we task him uh, to do, and really the board, you know, the the board of of directors, the chancellors and presidents of the Big Twelve Conference. Um, you know, that is what they task the commissioner to do on behalf of all the institutions. And, and uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of sensitivities involved in that. So you can't share a lot of the information, you know, um, um, you know, all the way throughout the process. Now, I think, again, Brett did a great job of, of sharing what he could and keeping everybody uh, informed. Um, I couldn't I can't say enough about uh, the way he communicated with uh, and continued to communicate with what was going on, but uh, um, but at the end of the day, you know that is his job. That's what the, that's what the board tasks him to do, and and gives him the ability to do, and and he he delivered. Chad, it seemed like there was a lot of conversation about these TV deals and how it focused on football, but were there any other sports involved in these kind of negotiations? Well, I think uh, you know, obviously, football is the the sport that that uh, 
that drives the majority of the the conversation. But no, I, absolutely, I think there is a, a recognition that um, that other sports are are involved. Basketball, you know, obviously being probably the next most mentioned, but but baseball, softball, others beyond that. Uh, you know what this is really about is content, right? I mean that's what the media partners are 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 uh, purchasing at the end of the day is is content and hopefully good content, right? And so that's not just football, it's not just basketball, it's it's baseball and softball and volleyball and you know a lot of the other sports that you uh, that you see um, on on television and, and streaming through the different uh, various platforms. So um, I think they they all. Um, factor into it uh, to some degree so what's uh what's next in terms of the conference major goals down the road that have been talked about i know there's all all different types of rumors i mean heck just open up social media you'll see a ton of them about you know aggressive nature here um and maybe it's too early to tell on that chad but but i assume that there that Commissioner Yormark's going to keep the same energy that he's had since day one and walking in here into this job and try to always put the Big 12 conference as a whole um, to to the front, um, everyone paying attention to it. I mean, he and he's lived up to his word so far. Well, I think that that's exactly right. I mean, I think that is what uh, what he's going to continue to do. And, and uh, you know, getting this step done is, is part of that process. And so we now that that you know, is, is behind us, then we can move on to whatever is next. And, and I don't know that anybody knows what is next, but uh, at the end of the day, what you said is exactly right. I mean, he, he wants to position the big 12 um, as one of the strongest conferences in college athletics. And um, so um, he's great about, uh, you know, bringing ideas to the table and uh, big ideas, small ideas. It doesn't matter. He's got a lot of them. And uh, I appreciate that. I think all of all of the schools appreciate um, what he's bringing, and you know, you will continue to vet all of those things out, whatever they may be, and see how they make sense, how they fit in. Um, but what I do like about it is, is he is aggressive, and he is forward thinking, and he is innovative, and he's bringing all of those um, to to the conference for us to review. So I feel I feel really good about the future of the Big Twelve because of that. Chad, uh, you mentioned what you like, and, and what I like is the fact that Texas and OU had to, you know, give up some of their share to the other members of the conference. So my question is, what are we about to do with all this money, Chad? <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, that's interesting because, you know, it really um, – I know that that's kind of part of the narrative that, that is out there. Um, but really, you know, this will – um, in a lot of ways, just continue to make all of us whole and be able to move forward. So it it, it isn't uh, necessarily like there's just a huge windfall, um, you know, from this. But uh, but it's great from the standpoint of we're able to move move forward. We're all you know whole and and can move forward, um, you know, as such. So um, uh, so it's good. It's good for the Big Twelve. It's good for all all twelve now of the Big Twelve universities moving forward. So what he's saying, Dion, is there's not going to be some giant celebration with a party, right, where you're going to get, like, party favors and get invited to it. So, no, that is not the case. In accounting terms, so there's not well, this big surplus that we can have some fun with, huh? No, right, that's right. There's not uh, not a big surplus like that. But uh, that's not to say that we won't ha- continue to have parties around here. We'll, uh, we'll, there we go, we'll continue to And you're, you're invited. <laughs> 
There you go, Chad. Let them know. We party over here. Well, Theon, at least make me your, you know, your, your plus one at, at one of these. Yeah. I'd love to go check it out sometime. I, I guess you can okay. get a plus all one. Right. Chad, is it all right if I bring Pop? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Bring it. Chad, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for jumping on with us uh, today. Um, like I said, landmark announcement yesterday. Everyone moving on in the right direction where, where, where they want to be and uh, onward and upward for, for everyone involved in this entire process including you guys there uh in stillwater always appreciate the time that you make for us here in tulsa and thank you again yeah thank you jeremy thank you dion we'll talk to you soon i'll sounds, see you soon chad good <laughs> that is chad weiberg My best friend guys the athletic director over at oklahoma state university uh love that dude for always you know when we have questions when we want him on more than willing to jump on and help us understand a little bit more and you heard him say right there that, and, and President Trump issued the exact same type of words, which are, listen, this is, this is the best path for all of us right now. No one, like you guys didn't want to be here. You're ready for your next step. We're ready to go on in our path. And now uh, we'll figure things out. It's kind of uncharted territory as well, mm-hmm. like for the conference in general, like moving forward and figuring things out. And that's why the question to him about what's next, I tried to phrase it as in, do you like him being aggressive? Because there are rumblings out there about continuing to be aggressive towards extra expansion now, um, knowing that you can't really say a whole lot about it. But yeah, I think everyone's, if you were to give your mark a, a letter grade, I mean, you'd you'd have to. He's he's finished off the TV deal. Yep. He's been able to negotiate this moving forward. He's transitioned the Check. four new teams that have that have been coming in right now. Check. And uh, who knows? Maybe extra expansion is is upon the horizon. And they've also talked about him doing some different marketing stuff and things That's right. in the works for the conference that he didn't want Texas and OU to be a part of. So that's going to be interesting to find out what those things are. But the article that I read this morning called it, and you you mentioned a win win earlier, and they said it was a win 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 because of the three parties that were involved. So good job and kudos to everybody for getting that done, and we can move on with the, yep. the conference the way it should be. That is correct. All right. Uh, we need to take a time out. It's 154 here on the Blitz 1170. We have another athletic director that is coming up here in just a few moments, and we'll talk about NIL and a platform that was launched just yesterday evening by the University of Tulsa. Money, money, money. Have you seen Tulsa's NIL platform? I've not. I'll show you here during the break. All right. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Money? And see how jealous that... you think about back to your time when this wasn't available to you. Why you got to do that to me? No, I'm not doing it to be mean. I promise I'm not. Bro, I could have profited so much, man. And I would have been smart with mine. The minute that play at Bedlam would have happened, you would have saw Dion's account go to negative... People would have been taking money hey, out. Hey, man. They, <laughs> they would have, for pain and suffering, I, I, I deserve some ducats for that, bro. Okay. I can't right. believe they didn't call that call. Uh, Rick Dixon is uh, coming up with us next here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.